hey everybody, Frank Ritz here, and I have the distinctive pleasure to be able to introduce someone to you that needs no introduction. She is the CEO and founder of the Paleo Mama and has literally reached thousands of people in health and wellness. And it is my distinctive pleasure to bring to you today to talk about a new book that she is releasing on December 3rd. It is called The Home Apothecary. And it's filled with over 70 recipes of essential oils and herbs. And we want to be able to tell you all about it throughout this podcast. But of course, we need to start by talking to you and interviewing my lovely wife here, Jackie. And oops, I gave it away. She's my lovely wife too. (laughs) And so I wanted to be able to interview her to figure out where she is coming from and why she decided to be inspired to bring this book to all of you guys. So thank you so much for joining me, Jackie. Oh, it's my pleasure. I I believe you are a little bit biased though. (laughs) And you gave that secret away very, very very fast. Yeah, it's okay. I'm extremely excited. I'll scream it from the mountaintops or talk about it on a podcast to be able to say that, yes, she is my wife. And so I, uh, and, and as always, I mean, like, you know, it's kind of silly that I say we're bringing you on the show because we actually do live in the same house. So um, it is just fitting, of course, that we are able to say thanks for joining me on my show. No problem. And we fully dressed up for this occasion. So we are- I'm wearing combat pajamas. They're a very cool uh, kind of camouflage, very urban-like, and mm-hmm. I and I'm definitely hip hop. Well, it's freezing here, so we uh, we're dressed down just a little bit. Plus, you don't have to look at us. So it was also a big homesteading day. <laughs> we had uh, cows and goats and some other things I had to take care of. But anyways, enough about all that. Let's jump into this book, okay? So I wanted to first ask you, Jackie. Like, where did you get the inspiring, like, that way our listeners know, where did you get inspired to even start the paleomama.com website? Well, that actually started, it's now been about seven years, um, and it started because somebody gave me a paleo meal after my sister died seven years ago. Um, it was one of those, like, here you go, you know, I don't know what else to do for you, so I'm just going to feed you. And it actually was one of the most delicious meals that I had ever had. And so, of course, that led me into, okay, what is paleo? What is, you know, what is it? Is it just a new fad diet? And of course, seven years later, it's definitely not a fad diet. It has stuck around and is still one of the most popular diets. I don't even like calling it diet, but one of the most popular ways of eating. So, that um, kind of got me started in eating paleo. And at that point, I was also making swaps around our home and in our health. And we started trading, you know, some conventional products that we were using for herbs and essential oils. And we started, you know, throwing out some of those toxic cleansers that are underneath our sink, you know, that are filled with carcinogens and God knows what else, threw those out. So it was a little baby step by baby step that we just started transitioning our life into, I believe, how God wants us to live, you know, healthy, full of nature with plant-based medicine. And I just decided to start a blog. Um, it was kind of one of those things back seven years ago where, you know, not many people were starting a blog, but... I figured my mom would probably be the only one reading it. And over the course of a few years, it really gained in popularity. 
Um, and I realized I had something on my hands here that I was extremely blessed with. So I shared just what I was doing to live, uh, be a mom with two kids and how to take care of them naturally and how to choose more safer healthcare alternatives. And so that's how the paleo mama came along. And, and that's actually what's inspired so much of what I've done in the last seven years, including writing this book. Yeah, I, uh, I still remember, actually, if I could give it to you from the, the other side of the same story, is that uh, I remember all of these really odd swaps that were happening. I remember that I was very conventional in my own ways. I had a particular type of deodorant that that's the only one that I wanted to use, and I had a particular type of toothpaste, and that was the only one that I liked to use. And then I see this woman over here, like, doing things like... Making putting, her toothpaste. <laughs> she started with a dry toothpaste. Yeah. You know, it had some very humble beginnings. Um, <laughs> Um, I remember hey, being very. My dried toothpaste is actually in this book, and it's one of the best recipes. It is because it's definitely like the 4.0 version. Right. So I remember the 1.0 version, which is the one that I felt like I actually put my ha- my mouth into a pile of sand at the beach. But <laughs> well, that was before I found essential oils and how I could add flavoring. To- Speaking of essential oils, I remember now that you also had the oil. Now it's known as the oil pulling method, and I still remember just seeing you literally swish this this oil concoction that you wouldn't let me talk to you for like 15 minutes in the morning. Also in my recipe book. <laughs> and so, uh, and I'm not just saying that guys to segue into that, but uh, it, these are the recipes that I have come to actually appreciate over the last seven to eight years. And, you know, speaking for other men folk that might be in your life, I know that we are, you know, pretty much slugs and it's very difficult to try to uh, convince us to do something new. But I tell you what, if you stick with it, you'll end up really, really feeling great about yourself. And that's what a lot of these recipes that she's devised over the last seven, eight, nine years have absolutely become a mainstay in our home. And so let's let's start talking about kind of like, you know, we got the idea of what happened with the website. But now, like, why did you really dive into essential oils? But now why don't you talk to everybody about how you've decided to, to dive into some herbs as well? So after I created my website, you know, a couple of people started asking me, well, when are you going to write a book? And of course, it was the last thing I was thinking of. Um, I come from a family of authors, though, so I guess it's just in my blood. And at some point, I just started writing a book. And that was my first book that was released um, back in September of 2017 called Everyday Natural, Living a Pure and Simple Life is Not as Complicated as You Think. And that was my first gift of showing people how they can make a transition into a more natural diet, into a more natural lifestyle, into a more holistic self-care. Um, and so... I just have to, I have to get it out. And that, that's kind of, it's a burning inside me to really help other people like me, whether you're just a normal mom like me or you're, um, you know, a career woman or man, just knowing that you can take these little baby steps to really transition your health and you will see amazing things happen from it. You know, and I shared, I think it was on the last podcast that I actually went to schedule an appointment with my doctor and my doctor had dropped me because I haven't seen her in so long because I've just been healthy. Um, and I just, this is how your body is supposed to be. 
And I just have to share these tools with other people. So I wrote my first book, Everyday Natural. And then at that point, I really have started growing my own garden. I've always loved herbs. I've loved essential oils. And those come from herbs, plants, seeds, barks. And I just wanted to really understand the raw plant medicine. And so essential oils, you know, have a pretty much the same therapeutic qualities as the plants, but I wanted to understand the plants and the herbs in their raw state. And I also wanted to know how to cultivate them, how to grow them, how to nurture them, because that in itself is true sustainability. You know, if you really want to know how to take care of your body naturally and live a long life, then you save money while you're doing it, then growing some of these amazing herbs are going to be an incredible part of that process. And it's even more empowering. Yeah. So to, to echo that, you know, we had a great podcast. Uh, I think it was episode 10 that we talked to Dr. Zelinsky. And when we talked to Dr. Eric, he said that the gateway um, of good health could actually be essential oils. That could be something that a lot of people, um, you know, end up looking to that. And I think that that's what I saw in you, Jackie, was that you started with essential oils. Well, you started kind of more humbly before that. You started using more natural products like, you know, making sure that the deodorants that we were Mm -hmm. using, even though, of course, that was a hard sell for me, um, but now I'm totally using natural deodorant. But, you know, all of the different things that you had created in the kitchen, I remember seeing, were more of the natural versions in order to have a handful of ingredients rather than an entire backup a package of ingredients. Mm-hmm. And so then you started working with the essential oils and we noticed that obviously the therapeutic value skyrocketed. And now with that gateway that we have seen you walk through, uh, now knowing that you are creating this through some herbs and things like that, you have started to really be able to create some pretty unique synergies of different therapeutic uh, grades of things between essential oils and herbs because you know, just speaking sort of a little bit scientifically, if I may, is that usually when you look at the whole plant, there may be more therapeutic value in a particular way that you are using that herb because of the fact that it is the entire plant itself. I know that of one particular supplement that comes to mind is the zendocrine that always seems to kind of put people back and forth. Well, anyway, the long and short is that there's a zendocrine essential oil blend, which actually has the same exact uh, fruits and herbs in it as a zendocrine complex, which actually has the whole herbs. And so depending upon the type of, I guess, result that you are looking for, um, it has been seen through a lot of these recipes that you have created that the essential oils and the herbs can actually provide a large benefit. Yeah, and they, they work together. That's the wonderful thing about herbs and essential oils is that because they are one, really, you know, essential oils have just been steam distilled or cold pressed for from the fruit or from the herb or or from the bark or the seeds, whatever it's coming from. And so they are the same thing. You know, essential oils are way more potent and they have a a place as well as herbs. But, you know, if you're if you want a nice relaxing cup of some hot tea, you you're going to grab the whole herb for that, you know, and and there's some things like really early on thousands and thousands of years ago that were done because there was no steam distillation process, you know, so, and when we read about people who, you know, used 
lavender on their body therapeutically and medicinally thousands of years ago, they were using the whole herb. They were using the whole plant. They were infusing that herb into the oil, which I actually talk about in my book, How to Do. Um, but that process takes quite a while if you're if you're doing the solar method, but it's a longer process and you're not getting the same potency. So they each have their own place, but in different places, if that makes any sense. No, that makes perfect sense. Um, I even remember talks that I've had and things that I've learned about even frankincense, you know, frankincense mm-hmm. thousands of years ago used by the Egyptians. Uh, surprisingly enough, here's a cool story is that the the dark... Uh, you know, what almost looks like makeup, if you will, that you used to see on pharaohs and I guess queens of Egypt is that that was uh, burnt down frankincense. And so they used that because they even knew back then, back in five and six thousand B.C. that uh, that frankincense had some really great anti-aging capabilities. So um, anyway, uh, I wanted to, you know, kind of move from there if we could and really kind of talk about like, you know, if you can give us a quick little synopsis of what you had to go through in order to start obtaining this uh, ability to, you know, understand and become a an herbalist. Mm-hmm. So I went through the school that's called the Chestnut School of Herbal Medicine. It's actually a local school to me, but it's online. So um, I knew that I could do it online in my free time. <laughs> But of course, you know, it's free time, <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, it took two years to do. Um, and, you know, it was a pretty in-depth process. You had all the experientials that you had to do with each of the lessons. And I really grew to love herbs um, and essential oils. And I, I just fell in love with it. Of course, we had, you know, a lot of it was on essential oils as well, because that goes hand in hand. But um, but it was an incredible journey of just really learning more about how to how to plant seeds and how to nurture it and you know how to really take care of your herbs after you've grown them and how to use them medicinally. So um, it was a great process. We gained an herbal medicine garden while we were at it, and I even did it while we were on the road um, for those. 11, 12 months, you know, every now and then we would have a pot of herbs or some dried herbs hanging in the RV because it was a process that we went through. So anyone can go through it. And if you're interested, you know, send me an email because I do have a coupon code that you can get for a discount if that is something that you're interested in. And that is, uh, I'll just quickly say the email address. That's Jackie, J-A-C-K-I-E, at Ritz, R-I-T-Z. Remember, it's like the cracker. And then Essentials. E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S dot com. So Jackie at RitzEssentials.com. Or you can just go to thepaleomama.com and click on About, and that has a contact form, and I will definitely respond to you. And so with the herbalism, you know, studies that you did, I mean, even just kind of peeking over your shoulder and stuff like that, probably out of just sheer curiosity, uh, you know, it seemed like you actually were, there was a lot of almost cross-pollination, if you will, uh, you know, not to use a cheesy pun, if you will, but between like some of the herbs that our essential oils were distilled from, and I think that it helped enhance your ability to understand those essential oils. Absolutely, and that was why I actually chose herbalism school over aromatherapy school was because I wanted to know about the raw plant, the plant that the essential oils were coming from. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's been really awesome to see, you know, how your uh, uh, abilities, you know, with the essential oils has just really been catapulted to a even higher degree. I, I like, I think it's been a force multiplier, if you will, uh, in reference to what you've been able to actually do with your therapeutic recipes that you come up with. And so, uh, I'm not going to keep it from you guys anymore. I just want to give you a history about that. But let's dive a little bit into this book. Like I said, it's being released uh, on December 3rd. Uh, I promise we'll give you some details here toward the end of the podcast, so stay tuned for that. But let's dive into this book a little bit and sort of really begin to slightly unpackage kind of where where it came from and what you were thinking about, and then maybe even we can share a recipe from it, if that sounds okay. Absolutely. So, um, you know, my journey into using herbal recipes started when I was pregnant with my first child, and I looked at some of the ingredients of, I think it was my sunscreen bottle, and I was just like, what is this? oxybenzone and I started googling it and the warnings that came up and what it could do to my unborn baby just scared me um, and so knowledge is empowering which you know challenges you to take action and so that's what I did I threw out that stuff and I purged my drawers and my dresser tops of all of those dangerous products that I had you know, a lot of people take baby steps. I'm the kind of person I'm like all in when I'm all in and things are going to change right away. Amen. <laughs> so, you know, and Frank will come home some days and the whole house is reorganized. That's just how I am. But I purged everything and I just started taking really massive action for our health. Um, this passion led to me getting my hands dirty with coconut oil and cacao butter and almond oil and baking soda. And I really just started creating these beautiful gifts of the earth that um, had I had grown from my garden or that I learned from attending mushroom walks or even just through my herbal medicine school. So um, I created a 70 recipes that all use very common ingredients. And one of the reasons why I first started actually making my own recipes was because me and Frank were actually in about $50,000 worth of debt. And we were living very, very small. We were sleeping on a mattress on the floor. We had sold everything so that we could get out of debt. It was something that we really had a, a goal to do. And we wanted to do it as fast as possible. So we had like a zero budget. We had no room for anything. And if, you know, I tried to cut cost at every single corner. And so one of them, one of the ways I did that was from making our own stuff. I made deodorant. I made cleaning products. I made um, different things around the kitchen that I could buy a bottle of ghee. That's $10. Or I could make it for two or three dollars. So um, that's why I really want to share this with you guys is because I know a lot of you are in the same place that I was, you know, you're, you're wanting to cut corners and costs at every point, but you don't want to sacrifice your quality of living in the process. And, um, you know, once you gather in the common ingredients, you will see in the in my recipe book that there's a very common theme. We use coconut oil, we use cacao butter, we use shea butter, essential oils, almond butter, bentonite clay, vinegar, and really there's a few other whole herbs and essential oils, but that's it. And you really can save a ton of money making your own products. So what you're describing then sounds like uh, almost like these are like your staples. 
Like yes. you should have these kind of in your pantry, if you will, to chalk up or create some new uh, recipe and, and be able to sort of like take it from there. So you've created mm-hmm. the foundation then of maybe a handful of products that people might be kind of hit the sticker price and go, oh, wow, that may seem like a lot. But, you know, if you think about it, I, I guess you're purchasing these things to use them for the long term, because I think that we still have, you know, some of the golly, do we still have bentonite clay from like a couple of years ago or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Yeah, so, we've got a lot of bentonite so, clay. <laughs> so I, I, I rest assured that I was hit with that sticker shock. I was like, oh, wow, this is like really kind of costly. But now that it's been spread over the last three years, uh, I can speak to you very confidently and let you know that uh, it absolutely is pennies on the dollar when it comes to some of these recipes that are inside of this book. Well, and when you buy a, you know, a body cream, from the store and maybe you are conscious of natural and organic and you buy a natural organic one. I mean, I would assume to say that you're spending at least $8. Um, but when you make your own, the cost of it is less than two or $1. And not only that, the ingredients that go into that body cream, you can use in so many other ways. Coconut oil, you can use in your food. You know, cacao butter, it's one of my favorite things to put in our bulletproof coffee in the morning. So you can use these ingredients all throughout your lifestyle, not just putting cream on your body, like the $10 body cream you bought from the store. And it's nice too, because like I think I made mention of earlier, uh, it's really great that you have taken the chance or the opportunity, I should say, kind of like a person that makes home-cooked meals. You know exactly what's going into it. And there are no questions about like, you know, one of the big wonderful ones that loves to go around the doTERRA circle is carrageenan, you know, like um, there's no purpose to have carrageenan in your product if you're making it at home. So therefore, now you know that you're making something that is even more safe and effective because you see what is exactly going into it because you're putting it in there. Absolutely. So let's let's sort of really, I don't know, I think maybe we should just wow them. I mean, I don't want this podcast to last forever, although I can talk to you uh, as, as everybody knows for, for quite some time. But uh, let's hit them with a recipe. What do you think? Okay. Do you think that we should go ahead and show them just how simple something could be? Well, give me one of your kind of top 10 recipes, if you don't mind. Um, it could be something like a tea or it could be one of your body so, creams. Let or- me tell you guys what my favorite recipes from the book are. Um, like I said, there's 70, so it's really hard to list all of those out for you, but I have a quickie fire cider recipe in there. Now, fire cider is a old tonic that was actually created by Rosemary Gladshire. Is that, did I say her name right? Sorry, Rosemary, if I said your last name wrong. Gold star? Gold, Gold something. Gladstar. 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 She's a beloved herbalist. Um, and she created this amazing fire cider recipe and it's wonderful, but it takes like four weeks to make. So I created a quickie fire cider. Um, and fire cider is just something that you take. I love to take it throughout the, the cold months. So it's amazing. It's super spicy. And so you take it to actually help your respiratory system drain because it's so um, spicy and full of these. <laughs> it's like, guys, it's like depths of flavor. I don't even know how to explain yeah, the flavor of it. It's really 
weirdly good. Yeah, it's very strangely good. So I know a lot of people who probably listen to the call are very familiar with like elderberry syrup and That's taking that one. taking that during the times. Yep. But uh, I didn't mean to steal from your thunder if I did, but needless to no, say that's, is that's that... that's my second favorite one. Okay, well then there you go. So now you got the fire <laughs> cider and the elderberry syrup and that you can use throughout the winter season. Actually, in my book, I included two different elderberry syrups for you. Um, one's the traditional one that uses an alcohol base. So, you know, you can give that to your kids and really small doses. Um, but I also re- created an alcohol-free version that's more of like a cough syrup. And that's um, one that a lot of people feel a lot safer giving to their kids. So um, also herbal bone broth. And I actually did a video on that. So if you go to thepaleomama.com, right at the front of the homepage, you will see more information on the Home Apothecary book. And if you click on that, it shows all of my videos that I've done. I've done one on how to make herbal bone broth, how to make mint chocolate chip body cream that is actually so divine. You can eat it and you don't have to worry about ingredients and you might want to actually taste it because it does smell just like a bowl of chocolate chip ice cream. It's got like three different ghee recipes that we love. Um, and if you don't know what ghee is, I swear to you, this book is actually convince you to actually try ghee. It's a very amazing version of butter. So you take butter, you simmer it down, you get rid of the milk solids, you cook it a little bit, and it creates a nutty, deep, nourishing, um, clarified butter. And so I have like three different ghee recipes in there, salves of all different kinds, sugar scrubs, probiotic deodorant, and as well as a couple other deodorant recipes. And of course, a lot of Things for your oral health and your teeth and cleaning recipes. So I don't know. Do you want me to keep going? Uh, that's only, guys, that's only like 10 recipes. And like I said, this thing is chock full of over 70 of them. And they go uh, all the way from, boy, there's there's tea blends in here. There's body creams and different products that you can use for uh, self-care. There are uh, some really amazing recipes that you can use for kind of nourishing your body throughout. You know, one of those that Jackie spoke about as a, the herbal, uh, bone broth. I mean, we were making, guys, we were making bone broth before, sure. And, you know, very happy with it and satisfied with it. But now it's like Jackie started putting these herbs that we never even knew about, uh, in there. And I just, I can't, I can't describe how we went from feeling really great to actually feeling more whole. And I think that that's probably what, what has been really catapulted with Jackie's understanding now of herbs, uh, using these types of recipes. There are some other recipes in there. It looks like, you know, it's like what you're calling the home apothecary. So it's like, you know, different little first aid things and stuff yep, like that. If you wouldn't mind talking about those. Yeah. So I, I feel like there's so much that we can talk about, but, um, I have a part in there that's herbal remedies for just staying healthy. And so this includes how to do a steam bath with eucalyptus essential oil, how to nasal cleanse. Um, nasal cleansing is actually something that a lot of people do every single day because we breathe 
all day long and who knows what we're breathing in. So nasal cleansing is extremely valuable, especially, you know, if you are feeling under the weather and you got a stuffy nose. Um, so you saline nasal flushes and calendula tea flushes that you can do. Um, really gargles, good for changes in season, right, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. excellent. Um, gargles, you know, if your mom ever made you gargle when your throat was hurting, I've got some gargle recipes and... Um, Garlic ear oil, another one that we use for our kids when their ears aren't feeling so good. Um, hot onion packs, which is another ancient remedy that a lot of people still use. But yeah, it's got a lot of stuff for first aid, detox bath, um, how to actually make a poultice so that, you know, you can apply that onto your skin if you're having different skin issues or if you get stung by a bee. So we have our famous baking soda poultice in there, um, which we use all the time during the, the summer and the spring. It's so. it's so ridiculous how fast, guys, that that one works. Matter of fact, let's make that our recipe that we talk about. Okay. So, so really... Um, what I, I'll start if I may, because I've had to make it quite a bit of times, but, um, it is really so unbelievably easy. Uh, it is actually a little bit of baking soda. So like if you have to measure things out, which I don't, but it's always nice to, to make sure that you actually get it right is a quarter of a cup of baking soda. And then you do 10 drops of uh, melaleuca or tea tree essential oil, and then put a little bit of water in it. Usually distilled water or purified water would be really good. And you just sort of like mix it up to where it's like a, like a pasty, yeah, like peanut butter consistency, right? And I actually will also add another really good essential oil blend to it, uh, which is called Purify. Purify has some lemon and some lime in it. And so this is a little bit outside the recipe that I just gave you, but I love adding that as well. And we have put that right after we have gotten insulted mm-hmm. by an insect. And I tell like you why. It's bullface hornet. It is, oh gosh, I don't even want to talk about, I don't even <laughs> want to talk about a bullface hornet because honestly, my arm and back are throbbing already just thinking about them. from the traumatic experience that was in fact a bald face hornet guys these things are like yellow jackets on steroids they are so aggressive territorial and man they they don't sting you they pretty much punch you is what they do and so anyway we've got tacked by some of those uh, got a couple of stings we put this poultice on and i tell you what it was unbelievable guys within a matter of seconds that we ha- we were having relief and so anyway i i know i kind of stole your thunder on that, honey. But it's because I had to live through that God awful experience. I made you a believer of so. bald face hornets. Guys, look them up. Google bald face hornets. They are ridiculous and they are real. The threat is real. <laughs> yeah. So an awesome baking soda recipe to use. Um, you know, if you get stung by anything, that's a great recipe. And so you want to actually put that directly onto any kind of insect bites or whatever you have just gotten stung by. Cover it with a band aid or a cloth and leave it on there for about 15 minutes. Awesome. All right. Let's talk a little bit more about the book. The book is unbelievably beautiful. The photos are fantastic, guys. And what's really amazing, and I just learned about this a couple of days ago, is that you can go to the table of contents and you can click on a recipe and it will automatically redirect you immediately to that page that you will find the recipe on. That's the beautiful thing about ebooks that you probably had no idea. So that was one of the things that I wanted to make sure that was in there because that's what I go to when I'm reading something, and I like to click on it and go right to it. So no scrolling necessary. 82 pages, beautiful pictures to show you how lovely they are, um, really clear directions, super simple. Nothing is going to take you forever to make. Um, you know, time is 
definitely valuable. And so you're going to be able to whip these up pretty quickly. That's absolutely awesome. I am so excited that for you, honey, that you are going to be able to bring your DIY queendom to everybody because, uh, folks, this, she's the real deal. I mean, like, I know that I'm unbelievably biased, but, uh, you know, if I could, if I could speak very plainly that I have not seen anyone be able to use the power of essential oils and herbs quite like this, this, uh, wonderful woman, uh, standing right here next to me. Jackie, thank you so much for this. It's been absolutely a pleasure as always. Uh, like I, I want to make sure that I say it one more time before we get off here. December 3rd, Jackie will be releasing a promotion that you cannot miss. So please, if you're not on her email list and you're listening to this podcast, go to www.thepaleomama.com. That's P-A-L-E-O-M-A-M-A.com and make sure that you get on her newsletter and you will receive this goodie in your inbox over the course of the weekend because this is a deal that you do not want to miss. Thank you so much. It's been it's been an absolute pleasure, honey. Uh, Make sure, like I said, check that out. If you're not a subscriber of this podcast, by all means, please make sure that you hit that subscribe button. We are bringing as much content as we possibly can about the world of essential oils and, quite honestly, the word world of even herbal uh, uh, medicine, you know, medicine and preparations and stuff like that Mm -hmm. as well. So, uh, please make sure that you show us the love. Uh, You know what? I might just actually do something crazy on the next podcast. If you subscribe to this podcast, I want to give away something. I want to give away something right now. Can I be so inspired? We're going to give away three copies. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So here's what we're going to do. So here's what we're going to do. You are going to leave us a review on iTunes. When you leave us a review on iTunes, I want you to also share this podcast with someone. Okay. We will draw three individuals at the end of next week we do our podcast normally on fridays we will draw three individuals to receive a copy of jackie's brand new ebook without cost it'll be free to you that sounds wonderful so here's once again your two options you can leave us a review on itunes and we'll get in touch with you if you do and if you win and then the second option is you can share this podcast on instagram or facebook wherever you want but just make sure you tag the paleo mama so that we can see that you have shared it and so we'll pick three people you guys will get this book for completely free and it'll be my pleasure to give it to you for your awesome review and share and then you can also start making these wonderful recipes as holiday stocking stuffers and presents under the tree or whatever the case may be during the holiday season to really share uh, the love of a homemade product with with somebody that is in your friends and family circle. So without further ado, guys, that's all we got for today's podcast. Uh, I'm just unbelievably excited. Please stay tuned for next week where we'll bring you even more contact content here on the essential oil healthcare radio station on whatever you're listening to us through thank you so much for listening thank you and we cannot wait to talk to you again in about a week's time take care now bye